Happy New Year, my friends. I am coming to you live, first episode of 2023, and I could not be more excited for what we are going to talk about today because, friends, I want you to hear stories on this podcast. I want you to be pointed to Jesus, but also I want you to be equipped. And so today we are going to walk through a seven-step spiritual battle plan to defeat the enemy, spiritual warfare, and strongholds. And we're taking it straight from Psalms 18. Today, I have my friend Stephanie Gass here. And you guys, Stephanie is incredible. She is a CEO, wife, boy, mom, coffee lover. Yes, ma'am. And hashtag PJs all day enthusiast. Steph helps women get clear on their niche, start a podcast, and grow a successful online business doing it God's way. She is the host of a 0.5, right? 0.5 globally ranked podcast for Christian entrepreneurs called The Stephanie Gas Show. Steph believes it's possible to partner with God to create impact and an income without sacrificing or buying into all of the hustle. I know Steph because she's actually my podcast coach. She is actually equipping me to start, well, we already started this podcast, right? And launch and scale this podcast. So I'm super excited to have her on this show. And maybe if you've ever felt like you keep getting attacked one after another, like something keeps happening, or maybe you're going through a season that feels really tough and maybe it's even coming into the new year, but, and you don't know how to get through it. Or maybe as we enter this new year, you might be feeling afraid or cautious to move forward and do the next thing. Maybe you're dealing with spiritual warfare, okay? It's time to defeat the enemy and be free by fighting with God in battle. So we are going to walk through some practical steps to get you through the season and fight against the attacks of the enemy. So grab your coffee, pen, and paper, and let's dig in. The Abundant Woman Podcast is one that seeks to help women cultivate a faith that soaks into every single corner of their lives, changing them wholly and completely. Hosted by Samantha Siemens, founder of the Abundant Woman Collective, the podcast features conversations that uplift, encourage, challenge, and empower women to step into true freedom in Christ. If you're ready to go all in with a Jesus-led life, step out of the overwhelm, anxiety, and stress of this world, and step into a life of freedom and abundance, then the Abundant Woman Podcast is for you. Hey friends, welcome back to the Abundant Woman Collective Podcast. I am so excited for today because we have my friend, coach, mentor, podcast guru, with us today. (laughs) And she has been someone who I've watched live out her faith in a way that was with integrity and honor and live it out loud. And it has just been an honor to watch this. And so now we get to chat about a different topic, not podcast, but one that I think you ladies are already have already been asking about. And so she is going to help equip you to, with a battle plan to defeat the enemy. But Steph, first let's tell us about you. Who is Steph Gass? Okay. Well, hi, that's a loaded question. I know. Oh man. Well, let's see. I am obviously a Jesus freak through and through. Um, I live in the mountains. I've got two little boys under nine. I'm a CEO of, of my online business of my company. I have a top ranking podcast. Like Samantha mentioned, I've got courses. I run a mastermind program for Christian entrepreneurs. And, um, I'm also an advocate for PJs all day, quite frankly. 
That's yeah. me in a nutshell, Sam. <laughs> and coffee and the yeah. coffee. <laughs> Someone told me the other day, they're like, and Steph gas, the woman who can drink more coffee in an hour than I have in my whole life. <gasps> really? It's so funny because I'll, I'll ask you questions at the end that are just fun. Yeah. And so many of like people I've talked to are like, I don't drink coffee. And I'm like, how, how is that possible? How is that? Okay. You know, yes. like, how are you functional? No. <laughs> what do you do? But the good news is I have swapped out half of my coffee intake with decaf. I just love the taste of it. It's like yeah. a cozy, like if I'm going to work, I feel like I need a, a nice protein iced coffee or something. And so I've tried to be more intentional with the decaf. So that is good news. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Cause it's hard to just, I could do it all day too. Okay. So we, I sort of mentioned, but we're going to talk about a battle plan to defeat the enemy and spiritual warfare. Um, I want to start with, we'll get into the nitty gritty, but I want to start with like, what is your definition of spiritual warfare? Yeah. So spiritual warfare is really any type of attack on your life, whether seen or unseen by the enemy. So this presents in a lot of different ways. Um, First of all, you as a Christian woman of God, listening to this episode, you have a purpose on your life and you have books that have been written about you in heaven. You are chosen. You are marked by God, which means you have a target (laughs) conveniently on your back and (laughs) the enemy sees it. And his number one goal is to steal, kill and destroy. And this is not to scare you. It's just the reality. It's biblical. Go to scripture. It's all throughout. And the, the, the point of that is that we have two choices and one is to be taken out by the enemy and to sit down and go, this is too hard. I'm going to succumb to the things that I've been through, um, <clears throat> or to go, you know what I've been through the trials. I am in the trials. I'm experiencing a stronghold an idol, whatever that might look like an addiction. This presents in many different ways, or the enemy is literally physically tangibly attacking me. And I'm going to choose to battle through that so that I continue on God's path for my life. And so that's the why of it. The what of it looks different. So some examples yeah. are as a kid, um, I was attacked. This may sound crazy to some of you, but what I've realized is so many people have gone through this and they just didn't know that it was a thing. Um, I was actually, I experienced demonic attacks as a child where I thought they were bad dreams, mm-hmm. but there were little creepy demons in my bedroom. I would have dreams of my house burning down. I would be shown these almost like a movie screen of my mom would disappear and we'd be in a car driving down the road. And my brother and I would be stranded just over and over and over every single night. And then, um, I mean, I was in terror, complete and utter terror as a child to the point of like, I would wet the bed until I was like eight years old because I was so afraid that these demons were going to get me again in my sleep. And my parents thought that I was just having bad dreams Mm -hmm. and they would, they put me in therapy. They thought, man, is she being abused or something? Like what's wrong with her? Yeah. Because I had a normal household. Yeah. And and so, and the, um, the therapists would just tell them, oh, she just has separation anxiety. Oh, she's just um, a nervous child. Um, I'd bite my nails to the point of bleeding, like, and the enemy simply knew like, this is an appointed woman of God. Let's take her out before she has any barriers of protection. And so that is one experience. Um, I've heard from so many people, you know, they wake up at 3am every night, they feel a presence or some women who have told me I've been held down in my sleep. Like I, I, now that I'm talking about this, cause I just thought I was nuts for so long. 
people are like, no, I've literally experienced that. <clears throat> and so that's one example of warfare. The other things are like things that you don't know are coming against you. Like your technology, you're trying to do a big thing in your life. You're trying to like do something for your business and the technology just keeps shutting down or you keep getting thrown this wrench or everything seems to crush, crush you at once. <clears throat> Excuse me. Like this person gets sick in your household and then this thing, your car breaks and then this thing. And I want you to recognize like what in opportune time are all of these things happening? It's often when you're on the brink of some type of breakthrough or you're, you're either on the brink of a breakthrough or you're on the brink of a breakdown. Cause that's like where the enemy knows to come after you. It can also appear as idolatry addiction. Um, it can be self-induced where you accidentally find yourself. I've, you know, I've dealt with the stronghold of alcohol in my life. And that was a temptation from Satan. It was generations deep and I had a choice to make, and it took years to be free from that stronghold over my life. I've also had the, um, the strongholds of phone addiction and social media addiction in my life. And I've been freed from that, but that took a long time as well. So it presents in a lot of different ways. Does that answer the question, Sam? And I don't know if you have anything you want to add there. No, I love that. I love that because sometimes on one hand, and I've heard this from the community and listeners that we speak in Christianese, right? We have these terms that we use, or I use frequently <laughs> and that it's super helpful to break it down because it's even like technology, you'd be like, no, maybe that's not a thing. But if you think it through, like you said, and you think of the appointments that are supposed to happen, like this podcast, if you I love you guys so much. But if you listen to the first episode at the end of the episode, your girl is going to town and she is speaking life and just speaking and almost prophesying over what I see and have been given vision for this podcast. And the sound goes out and the sound dumps. And I spent so many hours trying to fix the episode. And I finally, I was like, it's going the way it is. You have to turn up your volume a little bit. But I was like, no, right. the enemy will not take that. But specifically that portion, you know, right. And, exactly. but you wouldn't think of that like technology and it's just, it's one and way, whatever the, it off. yeah, yeah, totally. And honestly, if I were thinking about like myself and perfectionism and trying to make this the best thing, perfect thing ever, I would have re-recorded and it wouldn't mm -hmm. have been the same thing. So exactly. I mean, it's up there if you want to hear CM podcast mess up, but, <laughs> <laughs> but what I'm saying there is totally the Holy spirit speaking. So it's, yeah, yeah I love that. So thank you for giving those definitions. Is there, has there been a time recently? Cause you made this battle plan recently. Yeah. Right. And so what led you to create this? Yeah. So I, my business is helping kingdom women create their online businesses. And so if there is not a target on my back, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. But what's really cool is God's been equipping me since he allowed me to walk through that childhood experience. I've been aware yeah. There is a force out to get me and I am just, I'm not, I'm unafraid of it at this point, which is now where I'm pretty much left alone for the most part. Small things will come in. Um, and the enemy, he knows where we are the most vulnerable. Mm -hmm. And so one of those places is my kids. Yeah. So we actually went through an experience where my, we were on vacation and my oldest son was on YouTube and he accidentally stumbled down a rabbit hole and began to see things that he should not see even though we had all of the parental guidance mm -hmm. guide uh, locks on the iPad. And so my eight year old, eight and a half year old child is seeing things that he should not see. And the enemy was like, 
she's afraid, you know, not, you know, I, I had this, I think I had this weak spot of like, not fully trusting God with my kids. Like, mm-hmm. Oh, I have like, so afraid of what's to come and what the world is going to do to them. And so I I've been equipping them and I've been talking to them about the dangers of pornography. And I've been, t- I've been telling them, if you ever see a naked person on your iPad, like tell me right away because it's going to happen. And they've been very aware, but yet the enemy knew I had this fear. And so he came in and he capitalized on it. And thankfully he didn't see anything too badly, too bad, but he did see stuff that he shouldn't have seen. So in this moment I had a choice and I felt like I was completely wrecked. Like I felt like I failed as a parent. I did not equip my son in the right way. Why did this happen? Lord, I have appointed warring angels over his fingertips. Excuse me. Like, why did this happen? How did this happen to me? And I went through this whole spiral and it went on for weeks. And I sat down one morning with God and I was led to Psalms chapter 18. And I read the chapter about how David, um, he sang the song to the Lord on the day that the Lord rescued him from his enemies and from Saul. So David was under attack from Saul and obviously also spiritually because let's take David out. And David goes through a battle plan. And as I'm reading in my Bible, I'm scribbling furiously in the margins. Cause I'm like, this is, these are steps. Yeah. Oh my gosh. The Lord is speaking to me steps right now to defeat the enemy from trying to attack my son. You know, my son's had people look at him and go like, he has leadership over his life. Like they have prophesied over him. I can see yeah. it. Like he has an anointing and the enemy knows it. So he's like, Meh. and I'm like, absolutely not. We are unavailable for this, but I didn't know how to fight it. Cause I thought that I did, you yeah. know? And so as I go through this battle plan, I ended up with a seven step plan that I used in my personal life which led to so much fruit through the situation. Like God will use anything for good. We have had the most incredible conversations. My son has this amazing awareness. Now we've had great, like vulnerable discussions about stuff that really honestly had to happen. And so what's so cool is this battle plan was born and I used it myself. And then God said, you need to share it. Yeah. So good. Can we just, um, put on like a coffee mug? We're like, what'd you say? We're unavailable for this. Unavailable. Unavailable. Oh, yo. Attack. Yes. Okay. I want to dive in to um, the seven steps. But first, I have heard this saying, and you reminded me of it when, um, as you're telling that story. And it's, I've heard it several times in person. And it's the idea that, like, don't credit the enemy, don't give him more authority. Mm -hmm. And I want to kick that saying in its teeth. Because what you're not doing, you're not giving him more authority. The world Mm -hmm. is his authority. He has a capped authority, right? But what you're doing is standing in your God-given authority to claim it and rebuke it and use this battle plan to fight back against the enemy. So as we share our stories and um, go through this, like we're not giving the enemy power. His power is- I'm so glad that you bring that up. Yeah. I Um, hate that phrase. I don't know where it came from, but I'm like, no, that's not correct. (laughs) So when you look at most like churches Mm -hmm. or even Christians in general, and you, you talk about the enemy, they're immediately frozen in fear. Yeah. And they're almost like glorifying Satan's power. Mm -hmm. And the truth is like, when you give Satan more power than you give God, now we are idolizing Satan and now we're glorifying Satan, giving Mm -hmm. him all the credit. But the reality is, is that when Jesus came and he died on the cross, 
there is only one king. There yeah. is only one ruler. While Satan originally was appointed, um, you know, to be ruler of the earth, Jesus came and conquered that. And there's a yeah. verse I don't have in front of my face right now, but it talks about Jesus says everything of the earth is now mine. Mm-hmm. And so what's so interesting is that even though the answer has been spoken and the war has been won and thank goodness we're saved. What we still have to be aware of the derailing and the deception that the enemy still presents. It's a counterfeit. Absolutely. It's a lie. There are a bunch of tricks and facades and smoke and mirrors to trick you. And so you're not afraid of him. We're not glorifying him. We're saying, I see you for exactly what you are just a big liar and a counterfeit. And I am unafraid of you because I am equipped through the Holy Mm -hmm. spirit. So we're just going to see it for what it is. And we're going to move through God's plan so that we can be completely free of it. That's what I'm here for. It's like, I think we're so afraid of him. We're even afraid to say his name. Yeah. That's where he has power over you. Fear is a control mechanism. Mm -hmm. And so that's where you have to get to in your mind of like, I am not afraid because I know how to overcome you. So therefore, when he comes up in your home, you are unavailable for this, but you know how to combat him yes. and cast him out. Yes, which is where your unavailable comes from. That confidence that you have in just saying that statement comes from the equipment and our equipping and the empowerment and using the Holy Spirit to rebuke all that and speak against it. Like, We'll get into our things, but it's so cool that we have, right. The, the power of the Holy spirit, the same power that rose people from the dead gets to Mm -hmm. speak life over any situation and any person in your family and home and all of that. And yet, well, let's just dig in because we'll start preaching. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Don't get two pictures in the room, people. I mean, then we're just going to go off and never get to the But I did want, yeah, we wanted to mention that just to clarify, but okay. So let's dig in. We're in, you said you read through Psalm 18, love David. And then, yes, yes. So you guys are going to want to get your Bible and go to Psalm chapter eight, Psalms chapter 18. I do have a workbook that Sam's going to link for you. It's totally free. If you guys want to download the workbook, you can type in the workbook or you can print it. It's at stephaniegass.com slash battle plan. And I'm just going to kind of follow along through my workbook today. So you can do it in a notebook or you can pause this episode and get the workbook. Um, But we're going to begin with the seven steps. So the very first step is that you have to see the enemy attack. Um, You have to see it. You have to understand that I may be being attacked right now. Wow. Um, Oh, this addiction that I have, that is from, that is a deception from Satan. Did yeah. you realize that? Or do you just think this is by chance that you woken up and discovered that you have an addiction to blank or that you're struggling with blank or that you're going through this really hard thing in your marriage or whatever that might look like. Okay. It is literally most often an attack. So in Psalms 18, verse three through five, David talks about, he saved me from my enemies. The ropes of death entangled me. Floods of destruction swept over me. The grave wrapped its ropes around me and death laid a trap in my path. So you're going to ask yourself, who are my enemies? Because sometimes it's very sneaky. What are my enemies? I've had times in my life where my phone was my enemy. Mm -hmm. Instagram was an enemy in my life. Alcohol has been an enemy in my life. Um, Idolatry of different things. Okay. All of that, the belief, maybe a belief that you have about something going on. That's not true. Okay. Um, Ropes of death. What do those look like in your life? Any 
any major sin, it's a rope of death. So ask yourself that question. Floods of destruction. This looks like things coming in to take you out. That might be the attack that happened on my son. That might be an attack of, of something going on financially, right? That you think, oh my gosh, this is going to take me out. It's a flood. And then lastly are the traps, the things that you accidentally think, oh, just dabble. It's fine. Everybody's doing it. And before you know it, you find yourself a little bit too far gone. All of that is what we're attack is what we're going after right now. So in the workbook, you're going to list them. What are the things that have just come up for you? Write them down. The next step is to journal over. Why do you think you're going through this? And this is just facts. Okay. So for me, you know, when you look backward, why do I think I'm going through this like addiction to social media? Because I believe I need it to grow my business because I, I can't seem to put it down because everyone else is using it. So I have to like what all this is going to do is allow you to get on the sheet of paper, your beliefs. Okay. Where did it come from? When did it start? The next step is what is truth and what is deception from what you just wrote down? So for me, it was like, well, I don't know that it's God's truth that I have to use Instagram to grow my business. Is that truth, or is it a lie? Is it true that I have to have my phone literally on my person 12 hours a day? I don't really know if that's true anymore. So I started to kind of debunk and started to dig a little bit deeper into what the strongholds were and see them for what they were. So that's step one. Anything? Keep moving on. No, it's good. I am running through each of the scenarios you said. I'm like, yeah, I can see when, when this or this thing or this alcohol was one for me, or, you know, as you're listing them, I'm like, dang, I've got quite a few check marks going on, but yes, I love it. You see. And I think this is interesting that you bring that up, Sam, because I see so many recurring consistencies between the deceptions that the enemy uses on women of God. Yeah. They're very similar. They're very similar. And they begin at such a young age and yeah. we, they're so slow moving for so many of you. You don't even know how you got here. One of the words that we hear very often in my community is I'm trapped. Mm. I'm trapped by mm-hmm. my eating disorder. I'm trapped by alcohol. I'm trapped by my phone, but how did I get here? And yeah. the truth is, is that this seemingly innocent deception began so long ago and you didn't even know that you were doing anything wrong. And that's exactly how he baits and hooks us, but don't worry, there's freedom from this. So step two, David then called on God. Okay. So step two was not run and hide in your, in your shame, run and hide and be like, Oh, I'll have to get it free from the sin all by myself. No, Psalms 18.3 and 18.6. I called on the Lord who is worthy of praise. In my distress, I cried out to the Lord. I prayed to my God for help. He heard me from his sanctuary. My cry to him reached his ears. I like, there's 27 boxes and stars around that tiny piece that says like, he heard me from his sanctuary. My cry reached his ears. Please hear this. Scripture has so many clues. I called on mm-hmm. the Lord. I cried out and I prayed and he heard me. So you have to invite God in to help you. There's no freedom from your stronghold, your warfare, 
by yourself. The whole point that God is allowing you to walk through this stronghold and this trial is so you'll lean on him for strength. And until you do, you're going to keep going through it. Yeah. So you want freedom from that thing. We have to surrender it. And God already knows you're going through it. So the sooner that we invite him in, the sooner that we find freedom. Yeah. So your exercise in step two is to pray to the Lord and ask for help. Pray to the Lord. And a lot of women ask me, speaking of the Christianese and all of that, how do I do that? Mm-hmm. So let me give you an example. Lord God, I am struggling with, give me a struggle, Sam. Social media. Okay. Lord, I am struggling with social media. I feel completely addicted. I don't even want to get off of social media because I feel like I have to be there. I'm struggling because I feel like I'm looking at my phone more than my children. And I don't know how to break up with this. Lord, give me the desire to change how I feel about social media. Break this addiction in Jesus name. I trust that you will do this with me. You will help me and you will free me. And there will be fruit because I said yes to this. Thank you for your help. Thank you for helping me through this. I'm so grateful to you in Jesus name. Amen. Mm -hmm. Okay. Something like that simple. And you can feel free to write that down and insert any struggle that you're dealing with because God is right next to you, but he's waiting for your ask. Okay. So the third step is to then watch God step in. This is so fun. Go read Psalms Psalm 18, 14 and Psalms 18, 16 through 24. This whole thing gets so crazy. So in essence, God opened the heavens and came down my mounted on a mighty angelic being. He flew, he shot arrows and he scattered his enemies. Great bolts of lightning flashed and they enemies were confused. He reached down from heaven and rescued me. He drew me out of deep waters. He rescued me from my enemies who hated me. They were too strong for me. They attacked me when I was in distress, but the Lord supported me and he led me to a place of safety. Okay. So you cry out to God and you don't have to figure out the way to fight this thing at first. All you do is I almost imagine is like a trust fall of like, catch me, Lord, put me in a safe place and freaking hammer this thing. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, come get down them. <laughs> and, and like tear this thing apart so that I have the ability to even fight it. Yeah. So God steps in. So what I want you to do is go into, um, Psalms chapter 18, 14 through 19. And I want you to write down all the ways that God is helping you from these verses. Yeah. And the next thing is to write down, how do you feel knowing that God goes before you? Like he's almost like you're heading into battle and God is the front line. Like you are going to go into battle. Do realize we're only on step three. You will battle. Okay. This is not that this is, that's the point of like creating perseverance in your heart and in your life, um, making you stronger, but he does go before you and he weakens the enemy line. Yeah. Yeah. And that the idea that we are sons and daughters, we're daughters, but of the King, right. That we are image bearers. So if the enemy is trying to get to us, then he's trying to get to God and God's not going to handle that. I am like a mama bear, like to the fullest. Do not mess with my friends or family. It will not go well in the most Christian (laughs) loving way ever. 
But, and imagine how much more like God is that for you. And so the idea that we can call on him, call on his name, give it to him and then not for good, but just let him handle it. Like that is so reassuring to me and is already like, man, that's a load off of my plate. I don't have to do it all on my own. And I don't have to do it all period because the enemy is trying to attack me. Then he's about to get my Abba father. (laughs) And it's not going to be great. Exactly. And I think so many of us, we don't realize that we think I can't seem to overcome this. So I'll just give in. Mm -hmm. But the reality is that's the point, right? Because you can't do it on your own, which brings us to step four and step four is get equipped by God. So Psalms 18, 32 through 36 says, God arms me with strength. He makes my way perfect. He makes me as sure-footed as a deer, enabling me to stand on mountain heights. He trains my hands for battle. He strengthens my arm to draw a bronze bow. Your right hand supports me. You've made me great. Okay. So God now equips David, right? He says, well, son, I've weakened the enemy line. It's your turn. But let's equip you first. Don't worry. I'm going to make your way for you. I'm going to give you your armor. I'm going to strengthen you before you ever step foot out onto that battlefield. You're going to be 100% equipped. So what I want you to do here is list the ways that God equips you from verses 18, 32 through 36, write all of those things down. And then I want you to journal over the equipping that you've received, like just sit and write a thank you letter to God. You know, so often uh-huh. we're asking yeah. God, like, mm-hmm. can you help me here? And I've, I've really been trying hard to just thank God before things even happen at this point. I'm like, thanks for my victory over this thing. Like, I let's yeah. get it. Like, I am with you instead of like, Lord, will you please? And he will. He's already, it's been done. Yeah. And so almost like having an, a different position of like, I'm here to make massive impact while I can and be a vessel for God. Like it's not a, will you help me? It's a let's partner and go through this thing, Lord, and crush it so that we can get back to work. Yeah. It's an entirely different mindset and confidence shift. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So after you've done this and and do remember like this battle plan for so many obstacles in my life has been years long. Yeah. Um, but when I look backwards, this is the exact thing I followed time and time again, time and time again, you know, to sobriety, to, we don't use Instagram as a company anymore to, you know, building a business God's way from idolizing success. Like so many pieces of me being so human and failing so many times and allowing the enemy to deceive me over and over again has only allowed me to be stronger It's allowed me to see more clearly now. I am very quick to pick up on a deception at this point, but it's because I've had to walk through so many of them and knowing now that this has been my plan all along and I've followed this plan over and over again. So just keep it in your arsenal, no matter how long it might take you. These are the steps. So step five, and this one is so important. So often we quit at step three or four, like, Oh God stepped in. We're good. good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Jinx. It's like, I'm done. I'm done fighting the battle. And then yet you find yourself in the same stronghold. Well, you didn't finish. 
you have not finished the battle um, or you get equipped. I think I'm going to do it. Feeling really good. Maybe not. Maybe not feeling really good. <laughs> I like sinking back into that fierce, fierce state again, which is again, remember I said it's a control mechanism um, to keep you afraid. So this is the part that I believe is almost most important. And it's step five, which is go to battle. This comes from Psalms 18, 37 and 38. I chased my enemies. Remember, David is now equipped. He's ready. He's going after Saul. He's going after his oppressors. I chased my enemies and I caught them. I did not stop until they were conquered. I struck them down so they could not get up. They fell beneath my feet. Mm. It's like he walked up because the Lord already done all the hard work. You've got all the armor on. It's almost like God just hands you the sword and says, finish it. Yeah. And David walks up and he chased that enemy down and he sliced that oppressor and it fell beneath his feet. He just did it. It Mm -hmm. was done. It was short lived. Your battle. It's just the, it's just the symbolic, like I'm here to conquer the thing. Like it's that final step of you being completely free. And for me, sometimes this looked like, looked like, the Lord asked me to lay down Instagram. I feel equipped. I feel ready. I've heard the word. He went before me. I'm going to trust now. And I'm going to actually make the actual decision to do the thing he's asking me to do. And we deleted it for 30 days. And that 30 days turned into six months, you know, and then eventually I felt convicted as an entire company for us to be off of the platform very recently to be off of the platform completely. Like you have to go to battle with your action. Yeah. What are you going to do to actually change the trajectory? Like with alcohol, I had to finally say, I'm going to go sober and see what happens. Like I'm going to, even if it wasn't like a forever commitment, I'm like, let me try a month. Let me, God, what's the first step in this battle for me to take action with you? And then that one step became 10 steps and a hundred steps. And then the battle was won. Okay. So good. So your homework is to copy Psalm 1837 and write it down and speak it over your life and lean into it. And then finally, it's how will you chase and catch your enemy stronghold, trial, obstacle, et cetera. What are you, what's the action you're going to take? And the last thing in the workbook says, write a commitment statement. I will not stop until. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's right. And you have the power, like God has the power, right? We, we simply just lean on him through it. And the other piece I want to just quickly address here is some people get really afraid at this point of like, they don't feel, they don't want to let go of the stronghold or the idol, or they're afraid of it. There is a pot of gold at the other side of this rainbow, like the favor over every single thing I finally lay down. When I look at my life, I'm like, this is heaven on earth. Like, sure, it's hard sometimes. And sure, like, life still happens and we go through some hard things once in a while. But, like, overall, I'm living a life in God's rest. Right. My business is is amazing. Like, God sent people work with me. My podcast is flourishing. My my marriage is amazing. I've asked for God's help there sometimes. My my motherhood, when it was hard, I asked for God to come in. and, And, like, every single stronghold or idol or addiction 
or flood that comes into your life, if you will just weather it, I promise you that there's favor over the freedom in it. Satan wants you to believe that the feel good of the right now is worth more than the gift of God when you walk free from that thing. Mm -hmm. And that is his greatest deception over your life. You're in an invisible prison that you can walk out of. Yeah. Yeah. And his tricks. I mean, it's so funny because we did an episode a few weeks ago about doubt and like how, when we talked about Genesis and it, the, the tactics aren't different. (laughs) They just present themselves over and over again. And so I feel like one, I could totally see why three and four, you can get stuck in because you can like me, Sam, fleshly slam, Sam, not slam can make that season so long when I'm dealing with like imposter syndrome or fear or all these other things or distractions. Like I could easily see the enemy throwing something else at me when I'm at that stage. But it's like you said, the next step, the taking action and partnering with God. And I feel like as you're talking, I'm like, yes, this is the abundant woman. This is literally the Mm -hmm. idea that when you put everything in him, when he's in control of her anyways, like when you step into this confidence, like you could see Stephanie's face right now, she is full of confidence and that, (laughs) and that, but that's the abundant life. It's not the thing. It's not the, it's the abundant life knowing that like, it's good. I'm equipped. I'm empowered to battle the enemy. I get to live and walk in partnership with God and his like sovereignty over our life. That is, that's the goal friends. Like that is where amazingness happens. And yes, like she said, bad things happen on this side of the rainbow too, but I can just go back to step one and start all over again. Every single time I'm empowered to use this. And you will. And the great news is it'll be faster every time. Cause for, at this point I'm like, Oh, there's a thing. I see Mm -hmm. that. I see that for what it is. Nice try. Let's move on from like, I'm not going to (laughs) get stuck for years. Like I did in my past. Now I'm like, you know, like comparison that'll creep in for me. You know, I'm in, I'm in the business space and that'll, no matter how successful you are, you will compare. Cause there's always someone doing something more amazing than you. At any <laughs> sure. And so I look up and I'm like, wow, I'm really comparing. And so immediately I'm like, Lord call out to God. I'm like, please help me. I do not want to have this this stain on my, like cleanse my heart. Oh God, like help me. I want to cheer for this person. And I'll just lean up, start praying for that person to be even more successful. Like the best thing I can do is shatter my pride right there in that very instant. And then what happens? God does something, breathes on something amazing. And I'm like, wow, like I'm so excited to see those strongholds and those limiting, those limiting things that the enemy uses to try to derail me for what they are. And then don't be embarrassed. We are all human. We all fail and mess up. And that is part of the growing process. Mm-hmm. So there's two quick steps left. Number six comes from Psalm 1843. And it is to receive God's victory and anointing. So now remember that David went to battle and he smashed his enemy. That was step five. He did it. He was finally free. And he says, you gave me victory over my accusers. You appointed me ruler over nations. Wouldn't it have been enough for God to free him from Mm -hmm. Saul's attacks for David to just live? Like, man, I just been praying to live, Lord. I've been praying to eat some chicken, like relax, watch some Netflix. Like I'm sick of running for my life. And yet God, 
was not done with just freeing David. He appointed him ruler of nations. Mm. Talk about favor over your yes. You know, like, does God have to do that? And he does that for me. And sometimes I just like weep. I'm like, are you kidding me? Right? You didn't have to do that. You didn't have to come, come through. And like, at, at the end of my dad's life, you know, we lost my dad to cancer last year. He wasn't a believer. And in the very last seconds I had been praying, like I had never prayed in my entire life. I had, I had people come into my inbox and say, like, you're supposed to say something to him. They didn't even know him. They didn't even know what was going on. So I did. And I, I talked to him and it was so embarrassing. My dad is not emotional. And I was like, that is dumb. He never heard a word I said. And I'm praying and I'm like all this stuff. In the very last seconds, he looked at me. There was a room full of unbelievers and he stared at me. He opened his eyes and stared at me, Sam. And I, I felt convicted to break out in prayer in this room full of unbelievers. And I start praying and I'm like, heaven is accepting, you know, heaven is accepting your yes right now. I'm just praying for him. And then he passed and I had no idea. I felt like maybe he, maybe he came to Jesus in the last moments, but I don't know. And like, that should have been good enough for me to know, like I did everything I could do. He looked at me. I felt like this was, I felt like it, it worked, but I don't know, but God is so good. And he, this step six, he came through a dream that my son had. And my dad showed up in my son's dream as a younger version of himself with angel wings and told my son to tell mommy, he said, hi. Oh, and my son leaps out of bed and runs to me and says, pa just came from heaven to tell you hi. And I'm like, did God have to do that? Like, did he have to tell me? So your gift, when mm. you walk through this battle, God has so much glory for you. It's going to be worth it. It's uncomfortable to battle. Sure, It's going to stretch you more than you've been stretched before. And that is the point. Mm -hmm. And then the final step, step seven is to praise God and give him glory. So Psalm 18, 49 says, for this, O Lord, I will praise you among the nations. I will sing praises to your name. So David, you know, he receives the appointing of leading nations because he was faithful, because he did what God said, because he was obedient, because he was willing to be uncomfortable and fight. He gets appointed this ruler of nations. And now he gets to glorify God to nations. Mm -hmm. So now he's a way maker himself. Your testimony comes from your trial. Yeah. Me sitting here and talking about all the embarrassing, ridiculous things I've ever done in my life, my, my failures, right. The things I struggled with it's for a purpose. It's because someone's listening to this episode right now saying, that's my struggle. Mm -hmm. That's my oppressor. That's my stronghold. And through me or through Sam, you're hearing that victory is available. Don't you think you're walking through your trial for a purpose too? And that's it. And then we walk in freedom. And then we walk and dance and shout and praise in freedom. Yes. And then we get to do this. We get to tell the world that, you know what? I didn't do this. I didn't walk through this struggle, but God did that. I have a God. I serve a God who did this for me. Look at what I did or he did for me. Like literally the whole point of this podcast too. But how yeah. cool is it that we serve a God that loves us so much that he'll take us through this. He'll, <laughs> I mean, cause yeah. really he could 
just beat out the enemy and be done. And yet Mm -hmm. through the trial, like you said, and through the stretching and through the uncomfortableness that we experience, we learn from it and we get the abundance. We get everything else because we took an action of faith, a step of faith and took action. Like he's so good. And we get to do this. How cool is this? (laughs) And like, once you see clearly, like you never go back. Yeah. At this point, I'm like, free me, like just free me. And like nothing the world says is, is better mm-hmm. than you. Like nothing. Yeah. There could be no thing that I would believe at this point would fulfill me more than Jesus. And he's just proven that over and over again. And I've never felt more convicted about free, helping free other women mm-hmm. from these strongholds. It's just, it's so available. I totally joked with Matt like last weekend because we were talking about network marketing and all these things. Yeah. And I, I was joking, but I'm actually kind of serious. Like Jesus, <laughs> like this, we're network marketer. This is the best model, right? Like you experience something, you have an experience. He happens to be the product, but, and then you're like, girlfriend, like you're sharing it. It's so much better. Oh my gosh. Else. I love like, that. We're bringing everyone with us for this, this model who is Jesus. We'll start, like, let's start our own, um, We'll start our own unavailable network marketing company. Yes, <laughs> yes please. <laughs> so good. Oh, that I was in network marketing for so many years. <laughs> right? See, you, it's like the model laid out, but I just, I thought oh that was so funny. Gosh. But because we're so full, like, and it's not one of those things where it's like, I have to hide this to myself. It's like the little Christian Sunday school song. Like, no, I have to let my light shine. Like, Man, if my unsaved friend or even my saved friend who's walking through trials or the girl who is so close to finding freedom and breakthrough, but not quite there, like, man, if I can just help point her to Jesus and like help her walk in this freedom, just a tiny bit, not by Sam strength, but like God, like point to Jesus and just, it's the best feeling. Like there's nothing else like it because we get to walk in this amazingness. Like I literally am like, everyone, let's go. I'm surprised I'm not like a corner preacher with a microphone or something like, let's go. Never say never. (laughs) Oh, well, okay. (laughs) Uh, So this was amazing. Thank you so much for sharing your heart, sharing your story and helping to equip um, every woman listening. And I a hundred percent believe that there are women that are going to listen to this, that are going to have their story and their life changed because they are now going to feel prepared and ready. And like, man, instead of just sitting in these attacks, I have actions to take. Like I get to fight against the enemy. And so thank you for sharing this and sharing with the audience. And I will click, click, I will post the um, show notes in the show notes. I'll post the battle plan and post other links, lots of links to find Stephanie, not on Instagram, but <laughs> she has a free <laughs> Facebook community and all the places, because this actually, she shares her goodness like this in Facebook groups and like all the time and on her podcast, the Stephanie gas show. But before we go, every, um, friend I have on here, we asked three sort of rapid fire questions. Oh, I'm so nervous. I say that. Okay. The first one is easy. What is your favorite coffee drink? My favorite coffee. I have coined it hug in a mug. Uh, yeah. And it is a double shot espresso with steamed oat milk. Oh, no flavor. Nothing that no, none. I just like the nutty of the oat milk. And if I'm on my best behavior, I'll do one pod of caffeinated and one pod of decaffeinated <laughs> espresso and the foamy goodness. And it has to be in a clear mug. You can see it. All. Yeah. I'm quite bougie. Yeah. My hug in a mug has an identity. <laughs> 
<laughs> she, we need to name her. Oh, I guess she is hugging a mug. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Number two, your favorite scripture right now, not all time, just right now. What scripture are you really leaning into? <clears throat> Yeah. My favorite scripture for this year is Romans 13, 15, 13. Uh, may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy spirit. That's been my verse of the year. So good. And I'm obsessed with it. The other one that's really like more like right this second is, um, I am, you are my shepherd. I have all that I need. Mm-hmm. So good. All that I yes. need. All that all I need, that I need. Mm-hmm. which is, that's a good cap to this episode too. Um, last question though, what is something in your life that you're loving right now in this season? Oh, something that I'm loving right now in this season. Like, what do you give me some examples? I've had people say like, I'm really loving my husband. We're empty nesters and we're just spending time. I like my kids because they're whatever. I like my business. Like I literally, we've had a damn it. So something I'm loving right now is weight training. Okay. Like weights, like, like weights, like lifting weights. And the reason is, is because, um, we built a home gym in our small garage and the home gym has become a place of community for my family every single day. So my kids Mm -hmm. come out, my two dogs and my husband all in the small gym in the small garage working out, but it's like, my kids are laughing. They're flexing in the mirror. Landon has his two pound weights and Radnor are conversing about the day. There's no phone. It's like, it's just so peaceful. And, and also like, I'm just loving getting stronger in my body and seeing how like strength in my body is translating to strength in other areas of my life as well. That's good. That's fun. I could totally picture the boys flexing the mirror. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Funny. They're so cute. And Landon's like super, super skinny. He's my six-year-old. So he's like, look at my six pack, but it's like really just really super skinny. It's it's like body parts. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, that's amazing. I'm so proud of you. He's like, do you have a six pack? I'm like, absolutely not. But, (laughs) but I have two boys. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway. All right, friend. Thank you so much until next time. Friend, I hope you were blessed by this episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. Before you go, quick things. One, can you follow us on social? I would love to get social with you. Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, and YouTube all have the username Abundant Woman Co. Come say hi. Also, we have a free Facebook community that has women just like you building community going after Jesus and just making connections. Come join us there. I can't wait to meet you. And last, I would love if you could screenshot this episode and share it on your socials for a chance to be featured. Until next time.